Hi, my name is Corey Butler. And my name is Rich Larson. Rich, why are you talking like that? Because everyone says I don't like Halloween, so I am trying to show that I have the spirit. Ah, well, a better way to get into the spirit is to listen to our show this Saturday night. Halloween on the canon. Listen to Rich and me play music about spooky things and talk about Halloween. Corey, it will be spooktacular. And Rich won't sound like an idiot. Probably. Halloween on the canon. Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. Or download it as a very spooky podcast by finding the KYMN radio podcast. On AM 1080 and FM 95.1, The One. We invited uh, the one of the owners of Imminent Brewing in to talk about some new policies that uh, the establishment has made. And Laura Myers has agreed to come in and talk with us. Laura, good morning. Thank you so much for having me here yeah. this morning. And thanks to Rich, too, because I you know he kind of played a part in getting me here. So <laughs> I thought he might have twisted my arm a tad. Uh, well, thanks for coming in in the, the wee hours of the, the morning, the early morning here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you recently, Rich and I were talking before, and uh, he said that, that you had... Uh, Implement, you're implementing in the process of that uh, some new policies regarding harassment, and in particular sexual harassment. And he said that that has been a problem within the brewing industry, which kind of floored me. I'd never heard of anything like that. But uh, And this could probably really go across any industry that you have. But yeah. uh, uh, you've recognized a problem within, I guess, the industry or the service industry. I don't know how you put that. Maybe you could explain this a little better than I could. Sure. I, I mean, it is both. And you're certainly right that this is this is obviously not limited to either the craft brewing industry or the service industry. It's, it's obviously a problem that has been, <clears throat> you know, in the news <laughs> uh, quite a lot. We don't always have the best examples out there for our leaders and for, you know, folks in celebrities and all of that. So it's obviously been a problem for a long time. It, it, it has been a problem in the brewing industry for quite a while. Um, but some things got really, some some light was shed uh, earlier this year, actually. Um, there was a, a, a brewer who's a woman who kind of just put a, a random post on Instagram saying, I've been experiencing sexism in my return to work after quarantine. What other people, are other people experiencing this? And just hundreds of people immediately started sharing stories on her Instagram page, her personal page, which is unfortunate because she took the brunt of this stuff. But it became very clear very quickly that there were a lot of these issues happening within craft brewing all around the world. So um, that was a huge catalyst for us. And, you know, and I, I'm just kind of doing my little part by kind of following suit with some of the things that people have been asking for. Um, so, there's been a push in our industry. Brewers Association, Craft Brewers Guild have been putting together, you know, workshops and ideas and some really cool things. There's a actually today we or yesterday we had a, a beer release mm -hmm. called Brave Noise, which um, a couple of really fantastic people put together this idea of a beer collaboration. And the whole point of it is like, hey, we're going to support a discrimination and harassment free industry. And if you're going to brew this beer, you have to be transparent with your code of conduct. You're going to have to show us what it is that you're doing at your space and in your in your organization to to prevent harassment from happening. 
Now, uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, when you found out about this, you, you mentioned the social media post, and it kind of swelled from there. Yeah. What are some of the uh, steps that you took as a, an employer uh, to uh, kind of help? Uh, you had to be thinking I, at that time, what can we do? Mm-hmm. Do we have, you know, do we talk to our employees? Do we try to educate them, which uh, you obviously have? So tell us about that process. Yeah, it's for us, it kind of started with, um, and actually, I really, I, I have to give credit where it's due here. We have a couple of alums, and I don't know whether they'd want to be mentioned by name or not, but um, I, I should have asked them before I came today, but we have a couple of alumni um, from Imminent who really came forward around that time and said, hey, this is really going on. We need to be talking about this in a much bigger way. And we've always talked about it at Imminent. We've always talked about things at staff meeting, like, oh, something happened. How are we going to deal with this? But it wasn't enough. And I I take responsibility for the fact that we weren't doing enough. And so uh, we just started having conversations with our team. We invited alums if they wanted to come, tell us what, how was, you know, misogyny or harassment or racism, those things, how are they showing up at Imminent Brewing? Um, and what could we do about it? How could we all a be better allies to each other? And how are we basically teaching people how we want to be treated? Because sometimes that's what you have to do. I think, right? You know, people don't necessarily know what the expectations are, and we're going to teach them. And that was kind of where we landed as a as a team. We started listening to podcasts together and having really great discussions. Um, and one of the things that we came up with was um, to have a reporting platform. And so we kind of did some research looked at some different things that are out there, and we ended up signing up for something called WeVow, which is an online reporting platform. Um, basically, anyone who ever walks into our space um, can go to... There's a there's little QR codes up on posters around the, the tap room, or you can... I've pu- published it on our website and online and our social media. If anybody has an issue, feels uncomfortable about something, notices uh, some discrimination happening or harassment, they can just scan that QR code or go to that link and fill out a report. And that report will go to through this platform, but it'll be sent to eminent managers. And that way we know, first of all, we can't do anything about something if we don't know what's going on. We can Then we can decide, okay, there's a problem here. What are we going to do about it? And it could be anonymous if people really, sometimes it's hard to come forward about this stuff because of lots of reasons that are really unfortunate. Um, so part of this is about encouraging people to speak up, right? A lot of us have been conditioned to shut up, to, to say, well, we're just supposed to let it slide. I don't want to make a scene. I don't want to, you know, there's a lot of that stuff. And we're just saying, nope, enough is enough. We got to speak up. We got to tell people this is not okay. We're not going to, we're not going to put up with, with being treated as less than for whatever reason, whether that's a racist comment, it's a, you know, a sexually, hara- you know, sexually harassing comment, um, other kinds of bullying, any of it. It's just, it's about, you know, holding other people accountable, really. You know, there is, uh, I, I think, a generational um, aspect to this. You look at some of the older population, and they have what was the norm and what used to be maybe a compliment or something is no longer considered that. Okay. Uh, the educational process, is there a code of conduct? Is there, do you have, uh, is, is it clear what... Uh, where your the line is drawn so people I, I know very good people who still have say things that uh, kind of raise my eyebrow yeah. they do that not to be mean it's just kind of the way they were brought up right uh, I, I do agree with you and we've talked about that a lot too in fact some some of our folks on our team or alums have kind of said like boy you know 
I just realized I've been letting this slide, this kind of thing, for a long time. It's always bothered me, but I, I don't really know how to talk about it because I've never taught how to do that. And there's been a lot of appreciation for some of these younger folks who are saying, hey, we're not, this is not okay. We're not willing to put up with this. We're learning how to do this differently. Um, and so in regards to the code of conduct, that was the other thing that we talked about as a mm-hmm. team. And we're calling it Rules for Humans. We feel like that sounds a little <laughs> friendlier. And then we also have, because we're a dog-friendly space, we also have the rules for dogs. So, And they kind of go a little bit together. It's, it's, it was sort of a way to like, hey, we want to talk about this in a way that is accessible and doesn't feel just like stern and, you know, mm-hmm. like we're not trying to, trying to uh, reprimand people at every turn here. Um, so our rules for humans is kind of our code of conduct. It's really for anyone who walks into our space and so we've got a couple of things posted up in the tap room now i've been doing some social media about it um we've shared it as part of this brave noise brew that i was just talking about before um we actually have to publish this um in ways that that it's really accessible so it's kind of all over the place right now at least if you if you look a little bit you'll find it um so yeah uh once again laura myers is with us one of the owners of imminent brewing um laura of course, you're in the uh, craft brewing business. Uh, we've talked about that this problem is not only within your industry, but uh, it really goes across the board throughout American society and pretty much everything that, that yeah. we do. Yeah. Uh, are you? Have you talked about this with other brewers, other industries? Is there uh, kind of a, a, a movement, a, a growing movement that uh, is in place or that you'd like to put in place? Yeah, yeah. I do think... Um, Certainly, this is a a bit of a lofty goal, but I do really want to believe, I should say, I I want to believe, I do believe, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, there is a ripple effect that happens, right? When, when, and I know actually here in town, there's a number of people who are having this conversation um, because a few people have reached out to me and said, this is so great. We're having these conversations too. Let's get together. Let's share what information we have. Um, That's been really wonderful. Um, and certainly in the brewing industry, there, there's been a lot of conversations happening. Um, here in Minnesota, we have a Craft Brewers Guild. They've put together some workshops, some resources that we've attended. Um, we've been talking about a lot of things together. Um, I think in the service industry, as you pointed out earlier, um, there's a lot happening with that. And mm-hmm. we've talked to some other business owners who, you know, and to be honest, I don't know if maybe COVID has shed a little light on this, but people have... People kind of go, it's been a split. Some people have been just extra kind and so generous and understanding this is a really weird time to be serving in a restaurant or in a bar or in a coffee shop or whatever. And so people, some people have gone to the end of the spectrum of being extra generous and tipping really well and being super kind and understanding. And then there's people who have gone the other way and have been really awful and not mm-hmm. understanding that like, hey, this is just my job. I'm, I'm, I'm here to serve coffee. I'm not here to, you know take crap from you (laughs) sorry um so we've had this conversation with a lot of other businesses who are saying you know we we really need to see a shift here in what is it about working in the service industry that there's a little bit of a a culture and an attitude of you know i get to treat you as less than me because you're serving me coffee or a beer or food or whatever it is and uh, I think it'll be interesting to see where this goes. But my <clears throat> one of my favorite parts of talking about this and thinking about this is, you know, if, if at Imminent we say, hey, look, we're not OK with that. We're going to teach you how to do it. We're going to tell you hey, this is the rules here. We're not going to tolerate this certain kind of behavior of harassment or of treating us, bullying us, whatever. 
sorry, but you're going to have to take your money somewhere else. Well, if that person goes somewhere else and they say the same thing and they go somewhere else and that place says the same thing, then pretty soon that person's going to have to go, wait a minute. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe I need to think about how I'm behaving here and know that it's not okay. So Now, I've seen the, the rules for dogs, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which is uh, uh, wonderful. You're going to have next to that uh, the rules for humans. Can you yeah. shed light on what the, what the sign is going to look like? Yeah, what, actually. How do I conduct myself? <laughs> right. Yeah, they're already up in the tap room, um, and they are on our website, so folks can go to imminentbrewing.com and, and check it out. It's right at the top of our web of our webpage. So um and I, I'll give a shout out to Graphic Mailbox who helped me print up some really great looking signs uh in the in the brewery. Um so some of those rules are are uh I mean really the 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 number one right is the platinum rule, which when I was a kid I learned the golden rule, which <laughs> was treat others how you want to be treated. But I've learned since then, actually, the platinum rule is even better, which is treat others how they want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind of a, a teaching of empathy. Like, hey, when you're talking to somebody, think about what might they appreciate? What might they and maybe, you know, maybe they might appreciate something different than you would. So that's the that's the number one rule. And really, all the rules go back to that. Mm-hmm. It's about how how other folks want to be treated. Um, and there's other things in there about, you know, just being conscientious and aware of, of how you're holding yourself in the space. We are a family friendly place. So, you know, be aware of what your conversations are, (laughs) that kind of thing. (laughs) Be aware of what your body's doing. If you're right in the middle of the space and you're taking up all this space and you're, especially in this era of social Mm -hmm. distancing, that kind of thing. Uh, one of the things we've asked for is, um, for a mutual respect of not calling each other by pet names. So we get a, a, a lot, especially the women, but not just the women. A lot of us get this like, oh, thanks, sweetheart. Ooh, that drives me crazy. It drives all of us crazy. A lot of the folks on staff have talked about this for many, many years, like since we've opened. And I think it might come from sometimes a friendly place, a, a, an urge to be familiar. But I think the way it often has an impact is of a bit of a demeaning, a yeah. bit demeaning. And so we said, you know what, we're just not OK with that. We're not going to do that. Um, and sometimes it can be downright creepy. So it's like we're just not going to do it at all. And we're not going to do it to our customers. And we're asking for other folks to, to leave leave that outside, too. So, well, we I, I, personally, <laughs> I salute you for bringing this all out into the open. It's uh, it's transparency. And that's the uh, first uh, big step. Yeah. We're out of time. But I have okay. one last question. Uh, when will you be co-hosting the weekly list again? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> that is a question for Rich Larson. But okay. I am always at his disposal. We we really appreciate him and you. Thanks so much. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in today. We certainly appreciate it. And uh, this is really a project I think that uh, we can get behind. So thank best you. of luck to you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Once again, Laura Myers, one of the owners of uh, Imit Brewing. Take KYN with you and go and follow us on social media to stay up to date on local breaking news, Northfield Raiders scores and other community happenings. We're on every platform, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search KYMN 95.1, the one.